Hello and welcome to Voices of District 303, a periodic podcast to celebrate the people and programs of St. Charles, Illinois Community Unit School District 303. I'm Dr. Jason Pearson and I have the honor of serving as Superintendent of Schools and today I will be your host. Well, I really appreciate you joining us today. I'm very excited about our guests and to hear about um, a program that has started in our high school. And I want us to have as much time as possible today. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And I'm going to have our two guests introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Elise Jens. And I'm Natalie Gibbard. We're juniors at St. Charles East High School, and we're co-founders of the speaking series Women in Leadership. I can't think of a better day to be talking about women in leadership. Today's National Women's Day. Um, it's also, um, uh, you know, a Women's Month. Um, and so this was a perfect time for us to get together. We are so excited to hear your story. And so I want us to start really way back at the beginning um, and talk a little bit about intro to business, because I think that's where this idea started. So can you tell us a little bit about like why you took intro to business and what you hope to gain from, from that course? We were freshmen when we took Introduction to Business. We just had planned that in our schedule since eighth grade. We noticed the first day that we were really like two of only five girls who were in the class. As the course continued, we kept thinking, why are there not many girls taking Introduction to Business? that encouraged us to start an initiative to promote more girls to take classes outside of their comfort zone. As you thought about getting this started, the pandemic happened, right? And so you were taking your classes virtually. And so how difficult was it through the pandemic for the two of you to kind of meet and plan for this uh, speaker series? Natalie and I have actually been friends since we were babies. So we like text and communicate and we're actually neighbors too. So we see each other all the time and we're very comfortable with each other. So us communicating wasn't that difficult. It was honestly more difficult to communicate to other people. Everyone was learning how to maneuver this, the new change and being remote for everything. So that was more difficult than us communicating together, I would say. So originally when you started the speaker series, you called it Women in Business. Why did you choose that name? Well, after our first event, we asked for feedback from our audience because, you know, we plan to do more events. So we wanted to know if we needed to change anything, what to keep. And we heard from a few girls, our peers, saying that they really liked the idea of it and our speakers, but they weren't necessarily interested specifically in business. So we realized that that wasn't even really the point of what we were going for and that we were really striving to like promote women in leadership and have all careers kind of be involved in the speaking. So that's why we decided to change to women in leadership. Yeah, we wanted to, we basically realized that we wanted to show girls the immense amount of opportunities that there are available to them and then not to just focus that on business. And it kind of sounded exclu like not inclusive to all careers. You decide to do this intro to business. You decide to change it to women in leadership. So let's kind of rewind. When was your first meeting and who did, how did you decide like who to invite to be your guests? So we actually had a few people in mind. Originally we made like a list of potential speakers and we decided to start with Shannon Hen, who my family knows personally because we have a house in Colorado and she owns an art studio down the street. Something that was really helpful with an online event is how we can get speakers from, you know, different areas because local people, you know, would be great for in-person events, but the online events allow 
like our friend from Colorado. And basically she owns an art studio and is a very successful entrepreneur because she makes art and then sells it. She was great. She was perfect for our yes. first speaker. Now that you've had this great idea and you had a really good first speaker, you got some feedback from your uh, the people that attended. Do you remember how many people attended your first meeting? Um, I think it was around 30. Right? Yeah. It wasn't as many as we had our in-person event. So that's one of the challenges, right? As you start something like this is to try to figure out, like, how do you advertise it? How do you let people know that this is an opportunity? So what are some ways that you went about kind of marketing and sharing this idea so that people knew they could come and hear the speakers that were invited? That was definitely Natalie and I's biggest challenge, I would say, when, as we're learning through this process. But we kind of started out on social media because we know a lot of kids our age use social media. So we created an Instagram. That was our favorite social media platform to use. Mr. Boyer, who is our intro to business teacher, he told a lot of people about it. We told our family and friends. So I think our first speaker was a bit more people that were closer to us and we knew them more than now we're kind of reaching out to other people that we might not even know. Yeah, and we also have made flyers for each event, which have been great to promote in the school. And like Elise said, Mr. Boyer, Mr. Boyer really helped to um, promote that in his classes as well. So how would you say it's changed since your first meeting to kind of what you're doing now? Because you said you you ask for feedback from attendees each time. So I'm, I'm assuming that they've given some good feedback and you've thought about how to improve the process and, and the experience. So what are some things that you've changed along the way and, and how does what you're doing now compare to what you did the very first time you had your meeting? So we've kind of had the same format for all our events. We start with having like Elise and I introduce the speaker for around five minutes. And then we have the speaker talk around 20-ish minutes about, you know, their personal values and their path like to success and then Elise and I have prepared questions and then we have time for audience questions so that's kind of the setup that's actually been really successful we haven't really changed that but then with our most recent in-person event I would say that the biggest change was how we could invite whole classes to attend so we had two business classes join um, which obviously allowed more people to view the um, presentation and I think that that helped us promote our event way more as well. I think that over time, we've also become a lot more organized and we've really like got the process down because at the beginning we were still like trying everything out, seeing how right. it would work. And now we're, we definitely kind of like know what we need to do and how we need to get there. And I think that's what we really I would agree. on. Yeah. Now that you've been doing this for a while, can you talk about some of the speakers that you've had uh, that have come to speak and kind of maybe what their topic was or, or what their area of expertise was and how you feel like that's helping um, people learn more about um, women in leadership. Our second speaker after Shannon Hen was actually my like second cousin. Her name is Megan Moore. She lives in Chicago. She's a bit younger and she works in the technology field with software. So that was kind of a different perspective from the artists, which was really beneficial, I think, in having a variety of careers that we talked about. Um, and then do you want to talk about yeah. our next speaker? So our third speaker, she was this year, was um, Mayor Laura Vitak. She was great too, because that was a, another contributed to the variety because she's uh, in government. So that's a completely different thing to a coder or to a businesswoman who sells art. But she, what we learned a lot from her was that because she's, when you're a mayor, she also did other things too. Like she wasn't just the mayor. She was an owner of a company and stuff like that. So that was nice to hear that you can do different things as well as be active in the community through a government role. 
Yep. And then we had three speakers at our most recent panel. So they were all from different careers as well. And one speaker was named Kate Hennessy, and she is a certified financial planner. And then you go to top left. Um, then we had two other speakers at the panel as well. One of them was Leah Jensky. She was originally a lawyer, but now she owns Cava Diem and a spa in Geneva as well. So she was great because we learned about like her different path and all the different careers she, she had. And then our last speaker at the panel was Lauren Lalini and she was a, she's a therapist and she, I know a lot of girls our age are really interested in mental health and um, just being in that sort of realm. So she was also great because she provided a lot of insight to people our age. And I will say that we've had a lot of success with picking our speakers because all of them have used the same phrase, like making your own path and going outside the path mm -hmm. because they all kind of like eventually later in life changed their ideas about what they wanted to be and what kind of career they wanted to pursue. And when talking to our peers afterwards, we've learned that that has resonated with a lot of them. When you're young, you kind of have set path in your mind like I know we kind of do mm -hmm. and they said that yes you might have that path goal in mind but it will change and like you you can be open you need to be open to the change and that it'll lead you to where you're supposed to be which I think was really resonated with a lot of people so that brings me to one of the questions I was going to ask you did they provide for you like a definition of, of what it means to be successful or did they describe success um, in a way that you were able to kind of understand it and, and think about how that might help you going forward? Yes. So I feel like a lot of kids our age are really, they think of success as having a good job where you make a lot of money, but what they really emphasized to us, which I think really resonated with, I don't resonate with us, but with everyone else as well when we got feedback is that success is doing what makes you happy. So Leah Jensky originally was a lawyer and she was telling us that, yeah, she was a lawyer and she made a lot of money, but she wasn't happy. And so she realized when she changed, so she changed her career and now she is happy in what she's doing. So I think that's what really resonated with us is that being success doesn't necessarily mean that you're making a lot of money. It means that you're, you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, and I do think this is an important message like for kids our age. Are there other themes or ideas that you feel like that they've brought forward that were helpful either to you or some of your peers that may have been participating in watching the panel? Or the making your own path is big and then changing your uh, mind later. But something I think that has resonated you know, with me and other high school students is when the speakers talk about classes they've taken or like internships and how they navigate that relating to their personal interests. Because, you know, at this age, that's kind of what we're getting into. Thinking about taking classes that you will enjoy, as well as balancing it with classes you know will help you in the future. Yeah, the only thing I would add to that is that they really emphasize that, like, it's okay to be uncomfortable and that it's okay to step out of your comfort zone because right. it'll be good for you. Like, it's scary, but in the end, it will help you. And I think that was an important message. And it's really well. great that they talk about that because honestly, that's like the point of why we started this yeah. speaking series. So that's definitely a big one. And it's a lot of what we struggle with and what a lot of girls right. our age struggle with, I would say. Also, um, I will add that something really beneficial about the timing of our in-person panel was that it was right around the week of class scheduling, like choosing your classes for senior year for us as juniors. So that was like definitely great timing that, that ended up working. Are there other ways that this experience has helped you build your skills as a leader? 
for the marketing part, we've definitely gotten better at, you know, our Instagram has around like 80 followers now. And I like it just keeps getting bigger every time, you know, we have an event. And then public speaking, obviously, we definitely have gotten better at as well. For the in-person panel, we were kind of on a stage and in front of a lot of people. There was around like 70, 80 people there. So definitely that. And then again, like the planning, time management, being on top of emailing. Honestly, for me, having to advertise it to people is difficult. Like it's hard to, you're putting in a vulnerable position. You're asking for people to come to this thing that they know nothing about. And I think that that's what I really learned that like, it's okay to be in that vulnerable position and that it's good for you. And I think it's definitely made me a lot more confident in that process as well. So one of the things I'm wondering is as you've had these guest speakers and you've had these conversations, has that changed anything for you as far as like what you hope to do in the future or what you see to be um, your next steps um, as you think about leadership? Personally, I've kind of always had a specific goal in my mind for what I want to do in the future. Well, I personally want to work in government, so I personally really enjoyed Mrs. Vitex. I think that they might not, not, none of their careers certainly like spoke to me specifically, but I think that they did teach me a lot about just how to get there, about struggling to get there and that. And as she said earlier, internships, I think that it honestly made me feel a little bit more confident about how and less worried about how I'm going to get there. I am kind of similar to Elise in the fact that I've like always wanted to be in the business area. And I will say that, you know, like this interview today, and we've also interviewed with the newspaper people Mm -hmm. and we have prep calls with our speakers beforehand. And I think that that kind of like interactions and the way that we have to market and um, communicate with everyone has definitely like improved my skills in that area. So I'm glad to have gained, you know, that kind of perspective as well Mm -hmm. as what the speakers have said. Well, I'm sure you have big plans going forward. What are some of the things that you're hoping to talk about or cover? Are there certain speakers that you're hoping to have come next in your Women in Leadership series? So Elise and I are actually talking to a speaker right now, and we are hoping to have an event the week before spring break. We are hoping that that comes through and we will start marketing that soon. We're actually considering adding maybe a social media rep for us because usually it's it's so far it's just been Natalie and I doing the work for social media and but we realized that if we want to put more time into furthering women in leadership and making it bigger we think that it might be beneficial for us to add a social media person just who has a little bit more experience than us because we've learned we've learned a lot in the social media process but we definitely don't know as much as other people do. Regarding more events for next year, I forgot to mention that we are hoping to have another in-person panel for next year. Maybe to have a couple more online events, even though COVID's kind of ending. We just really like how we can have speakers from other areas, like besides local. I think that's one thing we've learned from the pandemic, right? Because we're able to Zoom, it certainly does open up the opportunity for you to have speakers from all across the nation or the world, right? And then of course, people can join and participate. Have you thought about or um, expanding it, inviting North High School or um, other schools in the area to participate? Actually, for our first online event, we were hoping to invite students from like Redling Middle School, as well as working with girls at North. And we had a few meetings with teachers from both schools. And in the end, Um, we kind of found that our vision was separate from North's vision because they were hoping to focus. This was like in the area of us converting from women in business to women in leadership. And North really wanted to take off with the business perspective. 
So we kind of decided to stick solo just because that wasn't really our focus anymore. And then the middle school didn't really work out just because teachers found they were like too young and might not, you know, appreciate the, the information as much. But of course, they're still welcome if they would yes. like to join. <laughs> I have a cousin who goes to Mizzou College and she and a couple of her friends have like tuned into the um, online sessions. And then like I have cousins who will go to high school in Michigan and they've joined too. So it's really nice that we can, you know, because you can send a Zoom to anyone. These Well, I can say from our perspective, this is just so impressive that um, the two of you have kind of taken the initiative and and taking the lead and, and trying to put together something that is helpful and applicable, you know, as, as a district, you know, one of our um, commitments in innovative learning is that we want things to be personalized and authentic. And um, what I can tell is that both of you have said, look, we want to, we want to personalize it to what we want to learn about leadership. We want to, to focus on having the opportunity to highlight and showcase other women that are in leadership so that students can see what that looks like and begin to understand what it means to have a path um, towards leadership. Are there other things that you want people to know about women in leadership as we kind of wrap up today? I actually would want to clarify that it is called women in leadership, but we actually love with guys come and we really named it that because the speakers are women and we want to hear from influential women who have had leadership positions but like I said for our in-person panel we actually had like a lot of guys there and even at the end we had like a lot of time for questions but at the end of the entire event we had many people coming up to ask questions including guys and um, I just think that helps spread our message even more. It was great too because they got to exchange contacts with the in-person speakers, which is another great thing about the in-person is right. that they can have that personal connection. So now the speakers are not only speaking to them, but they're also helping them, which I think mm-hmm. was really great. And I think the only other thing I would add is to stay tuned for our next speaker. Yep. <laughs> well, and that was such an important point. I'm so glad that you brought that up because it is true that it would be an opportunity for anybody to hear the speakers, either based on what their interests are or to learn more about that particular yeah. career area. So what a really cool and, and important um, facts bring out. We certainly are, are looking forward to kind of following your program and hearing more about the speakers that are coming up. I, I know that as a district, if there are ways that we can help promote that um, for you, we certainly would be willing to do that. I know Mrs. Smith um, is able to get the information out if we need to, to, to do that as a district as well. Uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today and talking about your program. Um, we really appreciate your commitment and all that you're doing to support Um, kind of the speaker series. And we look forward to hearing more great things from you in the future. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks.